It was like push me the Kalahari clicks. Yeah, it was like, oh, yeah. They're like, okay, yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker on this May 18th, 2022. And half of the month is over, heading towards the end of the school year for many people. And uh, we have a brand new client here at the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. And our client for today is, are you ready for alien sex? Behold, trapped in a hellscape of their own invention, socially unaware old white men bound by the pretense of being fake lawyers yet knowing no law, no exquisite Latin terminology, they are inexplicably compelled to quibble over minutia, squabble over triflings and bicker like those who value their backyards far too highly without even knowing the difference between an easement and an alleyway. At this very moment, you have entered the heart of the law offices of quibble, squabble, and bicker. Let's get started. Since 1952, Focus Assurance has been providing you with absolutely nothing for over a generation. Bupkis Insurance gives peace of mind. Peace of mind that you pay for or should have health coverage. But you have Bupkis Insurance, which, as you know, is a good deal less than that because, well, it's Bupkis. You're really paying for a feeling that you've grown up because you have insurance. I mean... What sort of idiot doesn't have health insurance? Certainly not you. You pay a monthly bill to Bupkis Insurance, so when the time comes, you can tell the nurse in ER, yes, ma'am, I'm insured. I have Bupkis. Of course, later when you get the bill, you realize Bupkis was covered on your recent emergency visit. Bupkis Insurance. Damn, it's right there in the name. <laughs> so basically, you get nothing for your insurance. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But you get peace of mind. Well, yeah. it, it could be like the Republican insurance plan, which is, yeah, just don't get sick. Yeah. Anyway, so why don't we get, you guys go get the talking. I'll, I'll start things off in terms of like why we're doing this. But so everybody. <laughs> why knows, are we doing this? Because there has been. Because UFOs are in the media. There have been hearings for. Um, well, I'll just go from this article. Top defense official says government received about 400 reports of UFOs. And there's also something else called UAPs, where they have uh, like 100 reports of those as well, which are unexplained aerial phenomena, which is kind of like if you talk to Greg for, Greg for a while, there's stuff that comes out of his mouth, which is sometimes a UAP. And you're like, I don't know quite. Was that spittle or was that food? I'm not quite sure, but <laughs> unexplained aerial phenomena coming out of his mouth. But... Now the um, was it the Department of Defense has said that they've they've had 144 reports from their own people, and 143 of those are unexplained. So, but there have been no collisions with any of these unidentified objects or phenomena. What about the collisions? Yeah, non-existing phenomena. Is that? <laughs> That's why there's no collisions because they're not there. So well, no, they see something like they see spears <laughs> or they see objects, but they don't know what They're they are. Not... They can't define what they are, Greg. I see pink elephants when I'm drunk. Well, according to you, you saw the inside of your bathtub while you were sleeping. And that's why you have a giant shiner on your eyeball right now. No, this is actually my new fight club. I just joined <laughs> the fight club. Brent, why don't you talk to him about that? And I will be back in a couple minutes. All right. Yeah, so I was telling Matt earlier that I never liked UFOs, the, the term, unidentified flying object, because, mm. yeah, I, late at night I see a red light high up in the sky. I can't identify it. 
it's a flying object. Yeah, it's a fucking TWA flight to Hawaii, but I just can't identify it just because, yeah, it's a red light. But obviously, it's a fucking plane or something. So the whole idea of UFOs, just that term, was maybe I'm a stickler or a quibbler. But I was like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of things that's a I heavy, can't identify. That's a heavy I, semantic quibbling to write off an entire subject based on the use of unidentified. I can't identify most car models. So it's like, I'm not going to go to the highway and be like, oh, unidentified driving object. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, but, 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 if, if, but if an unidentified flying object in this case is something that is moving around, that's measurable, that people have pictures of or videos or whatever, eyewitness accounts, that something is doing something that is, uh, you know, outside of what a, a fucking plane looks like who's flying from you know, Tampa to Portland. I mean, yeah, I get it. Like, there's been those... Uh, the weird, UFOs. you know, like, the little lights that jump around, and I mean... Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying I never liked the term, because <laughs> almost everything in the sky is an unidentified flying object, unless you're, like, an expert in aircraft. And, like, oh, yeah, that's a Boeing 729 uh, spotter. I, I mean, yeah, terms are terms. I never liked, you know... Uh, uh, global warming as a term. I thought that was stupid. I was like, well, why? I think they changed it because they realized that some areas are going to get colder during this right. change. Right. Yeah. So that was a dumb one. Is that a whole pro-life, pro-choice? Yeah, that was it. Or what about Black Lives Matter? What stupid branding was that? It was like they just played in the hands of, yeah, everyone could say, well, all lives matter. Yeah. It was stupid. It was, they should have just said, stop killing us. <laughs> how could you argue with that how could tucker carlson be like oh stop killing us oh yeah maybe we should stop killing black people <laughs> he, could, he couldn't really make a joke about it yeah well you know it had a certain i don't know you know and a certain uh hey hey ho ho these rotten cops have got to go vibe to it that people fell in love with oh speaking of which defund the police how stupid is that one that's a, that's a that's a tough sell in a lot of places, and the places where they're like, defund the police. Yeah, bitches, defund the police. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. It's a bad. It's a bad look. Yeah, I know their reasoning behind it, but you have to read a whole article about what they're talking about. It's like, oh, okay, I get it. To spend less money on police and buying them tanks, and spending more money in community, there'll be less crime. But you're saying doesn't really say that. It basically just says, hey, the cops are on their own. No, the cops are going to have to use BB guns. Makes you, makes you think maybe, just maybe, that was done by design. Could be like an infiltrator in the the Antifa liberal <laughs> conspiracy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, why not? Why not take the idea, meaning the real idea, like you said, of you know, just redirecting money and spending less on tanks and Kevlar and machine guns and more yeah. on cops on the ground, getting to know neighborhoods and shit like that. One, that's tough to, it's not defund the, but anyway, who's to say that somebody didn't take that idea and go, oh, fuck that, we can't have that. So let's take this stupid name called defund the police, attach it to this really cool idea. And then, yeah. and then when it fails, everybody goes, see, we're going to have to keep buying guns and tanks. And tanks. You silly, silly poor people. <laughs> have you ever uh, seen a UFO? Like a really crazy one that's like no plane could do that when I just saw it. No. No. I've always wanted to. And, uh, Me too. 
never had the opportunity. I've ta- I've I've interviewed, oh God, dozens of people who were abducted. Um, so some of them, I was like, so you passed out drunk in front of the television and had a weird fucking drink, okay? And then some of them had such a hard time talking about it, like you could tell it was like talking about some. You know, and then Uncle Steve came back to the bedroom. You know, it was like that level of shit. I'm like, oh, I don't know what this is. But that was that joker that I just got off the phone with who's like, yeah. And so we floated into the light, you know. So I think it's all over the place. I heard you say something about ducks. Hitting ducks or ducks? You said a, a duck was involved with one of these stories. I don't think so. No. no. I wish I had some duck now. That shit sounds good, though. <laughs> Love duck. So, Matt, have you ever seen a UFO? Like, by, by UFO, I mean, like, something that did something that no earthly flying thing could do. Nah, because I figure if I look up in the sky and I see Superman flying around, then I don't really want to have an explanation. You know, I'd have, rather... So you have seen that? No, I've seen nothing. I mean... Okay. The fact is, is that I personally don't believe in ufos or i mean i i believe that there are unidentified flying objects i believe that there is unexplained aerial phenomena i don't believe that they're necessarily from outer space or from other cultures or other planets i mean it's possible kind of it reminded me of an uh, there's a band called alien ant farm and I never really <laughs> thought about the name of the band until just like the last two days where I was thinking, oh, the name Alien Ant Farm would be like, if we were an ant farm for aliens, they're looking in on us. And so we wouldn't necessarily be able to recognize what they are per se. You know, uh-huh. sometimes things happen in our environment. We can't tell. So, you know, if aliens are like millions of miles high we wouldn't necessarily recognize their existence and their consistency i suppose because maybe they move they move to maybe that's what mountains are greg maybe they are our overseers could be and we don't know but I've, i've i think i've talked about this on the podcast before i always thought ufos just didn't make sense because i can't picture us for example going across millions of galaxies to find another sentient planet planet with sentient life and just like not doing shit for 50 years like mutilating a few cows probing a few hillbillies like no <laughs> we'd either conquer them or if they were stronger this would just be like well maybe we'll like talk to them and like what the hell is UFOs doing for since 1950 just buzzing around freaking people out well it's longer <laughs> than 1950 remember the book chariots of the gods Oh, yeah, I guess in the Bible, there's supposedly a cigar-shaped flaming thing was in the sky. But I'm saying that's when it became a big thing. Yeah. And we have the science, what? the technology to see these UFOs if we wanted to. If they were really popping up, we could videotape them all the time. And I know there's videos of crazy shit. But why are these UFOs not doing anything? Like just saying, hey, we're here. If they're probably stronger than us to go across all these galaxies. They could probably kick our asses and just take us over. But what if it is more of an observational thing, Greg? What if it's what if it is like we're just an ant farm and they don't need to take us over because they're so much more powerful than us that we couldn't affect them in any way? I think it's still one our shit. I think that's a no. universal concept. 
Do you want to take? Want... Do you want to take anthills and keep them for your own? If they had water or something I needed, sure. If there's a gold, but what if you don't need farm, it? What if you don't need anything? The ant. If there house? was a hundred dollar bill at the bottom of the ant farm, I'd crack the ant farm open. I don't need bill. water. I don't need gold. Is this a Neil Young song? I was that? expecting that to be some know, kind maybe. of a song he was creating. By I, the way, everybody, Brendan right is a Brendan is a cryptid today. He is. Uh, he is actually both Bigfoot and the Loch Ness monster. On no, he's a poltergeist. He's a poltergeist. That's where the duck thing came from. That's right. You said abducted. That's what the word was. I thought I heard duck, but it's abducted. <laughs> they were abducts. You know, like <laughs> they're like not normal ducks. ducks. Right? They were abducts. Yeah. And why do they, no, they were... probe people who were like drunk in, in Arkansas? Why don't they ever probe like? <gasps> I don't know, like what? Jimmy Carter or someone. How do you know they didn't? Well, well, he would have told us. He would have probably been on the news. They were saying in this article that um, they've been getting more reports because there's less of a stigma for people to say these reports exist. So they get them from a lot more no, um, less hillbilly-like individuals. What? That is not true. It's because the internet has made everyone crazy about how people think that the earth is flat <laughs> and UFOs are real. And the internet did not uh, make people crazy. They were already it it crazy. Go. It accentuated it because people said, hey... People believe like I believe. All over the world, there's 50 guys who think but, this is but, crazy. But, but if you're watching radar and a U.S. Navy pilot tracking a device that he uses to track missiles, and he's like, this doesn't make any sense, that's not real hillbilly. Could it be a radar malfunction, though? I think Greg all, is suggesting all, it's a radar hillbilly. All, all the times it's a radar malfunction. All the, re the upcoming reports and video confirmation, watching it do the thing. These people are trained to understand what's happening with shit. You know they never I mean? get probed. That, that Air Force guy doesn't get probed by the only Well, uh, you know, the probing thing is probably just some hillbilly bullshit. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about there's these things that are unexplainable and they're unexplainable based on science, uh, you know, in terms of how things work engineering wise, they don't make sense. You know, the so theory behind uh, hillbillies getting probed all the time is because a bunch of hillbillies like are really lonely. They are really drunk and they fuck each other up the ass. They cornhole each other. And the next day they've got to come up with some crazy mass delusion. Like, Oh no, it wasn't my ass hurts for some reason. It wasn't that it wasn't like me and Billy Bob got down. We were pro by aliens. That's quite the theory, Greg. I've heard this. What, I what, do, you, this what do you call up. it when it's like he's white, but he's being kind of white racist about a certain <laughs> type of white person? Is that still racist? It's, uh, yeah, it's so called it self-hating. Self yeah, self-hating. But, 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 I mean, if he's going to pick on, uh, you know, some southern quote-unquote hillbilly because, you know, he was raised in New York where everybody's, you know, their ass is so tight. They know what oh, the fuck's oh, it's, going it's, on. It's elitism, Brendan, is what yes. it is. Yeah. It is, is that, oh, it's, that's I've an elitist thing. documentaries about yeah. this. How, like, you can, you can be hateful towards hillbillies as you want. Everyone can. It's like the last thing where it's okay to just be like, somebody can say something stupid and be like, God, you sound like a fucking hillbilly. But if Except there are some incredibly intelligent hillbillies in this yes. world. And many yeah. of them moved out of the hills and they went on to do other things with their lives. Eli Whitney. Okay. <laughs> Ernest T. Tubbs. Boxcar Willie. He lived in the South, Eli Whitney. I don't know if he was the hillbilly. 
Well, I'm just saying there's plenty of people who have like left the hills and they've gone and done other things with their lives Jack as opposed Daniels. to staying and just making moonshine. Yeah, Jim Beam. They, they ran from the hills. Or did they run to the hills? They ran from the hills. Uh, or they walked from the hills. They 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 got on a train or something and left the hills and They skipped. Yeah, or they joined the military or something and then they went and I they do saw apologize UFOs. to all the hillbillies. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, because they could be like major listeners to our podcast, as far as we know. I'm just saying, you know. What are you they saying? They could be a corn pole. Eh, yeah, leave the, the hillbillies alone. That They're Greg is a judgmental elitist who likes to uh, put other people down to make his life feel better. Uh, it doesn't make you know, me feel just, better. It doesn't make you feel better. It's uh, it's just, it's, it's kind of like racist, but it's like, it you is. know, I don't know. It's classist or regionalist or we're all people. It's poor people versus rich people. That's it. Fuck the aliens. Except yeah. Greg is poor. I know. Yeah. That's the that's the endearing part of the I'm whole down mobile, though. <laughs> bullshit. Is that he's poor too. And he's making fun of poor people that just have an accent and <laughs> you know grew up differently. Well, they're just they're ignorant. <laughs> they're ignoramuses. <laughs> Their ignorant comes yeah. from the guy who doesn't read anything in the news. So they're no, ignorant. I'm, bullshit. I, I read important shit like comic books. <laughs> Is that where you get your news from, Greg, from comic books? <laughs> yeah. I just heard that uh, someone saw Superman flying in the sky. Oh, that was you. <laughs> That's right. It's true. It came from another source. So it definitely makes it true. Yeah. Well, well, the client for today is, are you ready for alien sex? So that basically comes from the concept of if... Aliens, UFOs, are finally proliferating in mass quantities in our atmosphere. Will we fuck them? And are preparing to land. Will they? Will we do that, or will they do it to us? So that is a real question. And and what will that look like? Are you talking about top and bottom? I'm talking about whatever it could be. Imagine. Do you remember the movie Fifth Element? And there was the, the the singing woman with the the tentacles coming out I of her head. Her. Oh, I would have fucked her. But what could she have done to you? Oh, who knows? She could have like a triple dong, vaginal matrix in between her legs. Vaginal? What? A vaginal penal mashup. Vaginal penal? Just add words. Gonorrhea. <laughs> Foreskin. What? What are you That'll talking about? That great 70s cartoonist B. Coban used to have these just nonsense like strips called just uh, interstellar uh, genitalia. And he would just draw all these random genitalia of aliens, corkscrews, and bizarre shit. And uh, think about all the fun you could have with aliens. Like, they'd have crazy genitalia that might be thrilling and arousing. No, but, but, but what would be the chance that they would develop? That's a piss poor system if you think about it. That from just a reproductive biology perspective, the no, way we do it, you couldn't reproduce. But but what about like, no? I know I Earth? know, but I'm just saying they would develop something completely different. You know what I mean? Like they rub their eyes together or some crazy <laughs> shit. And maybe that would be hot. Maybe we'd want to get down with that. And be like, Ooh, I just eye jizz, man. I, I I have a thing about my eyes. I wouldn't want to do eye sex. <laughs> Think how many kinks there are in this world, like perversions and like, you know, gerbil piping and scat. 
No, he's back crazy. to the gerbils again. I just use an example of the yeah. crazy things that people do to get off. Maybe some there'd be a lot of people would be like, "Ooh, that sounds interesting." That interstellar sex technique. Well, I, I think it just depends upon what their anatomy is like and if they actually have sex. It could be that aliens may only uh, reproduce through mitosis. Well, I fucked up they just people. they just split into uh, two different creatures at a certain time, and they're that, that's super more efficient. I mean, I, I can tell you the whole yeah, male female. Did you get together? Did you, you plan a life? And then you have kids. And then you, no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, yeah, who's to <laughs> and your say kids are just some, you? Yeah, if everybody just splits and you're gonna like, oh, hello. Yeah, that sounds a lot easier. And if they attempt to do that on humans, where and they go, well, you, let's let's just show you how we do it on your body, and then they just split you into, and then they realize, that oh, that wouldn't work. That doesn't you know, cause any reproduction at all. Other that's than not it. hot. No, it's just messy the, and the bloody. Mo- what was that? Mo- uh, the movie with uh, what was it? Galaxy Quest? Did we talk about this? With the aliens, they were like squids. Oh yeah, yeah, right. And then the one squid was kind of getting it on with the engineer guy. And there was that scene where like the tentacles like wrap it up, and then the guy's like, "Oh, I don't know. Tentacles might be kind of cool. Yeah, I might be okay with tentacles. A tentacle job. I, I, I wouldn't think, do odd things. I think but, they came you know. from the planet Squidgilly Nine. The the squid creatures. Squidgilly. Squidgilly Nine. How do you spell that word? It's in the vegan system. Okay. S C U N G E L L I. Scungili. It's right. It's where he gets his uh, his bolognese sauce from. <laughs> I know. I was going right. I was like trying to walk that in somehow. That's right. The Italian, the Italian solar system that uh, all the Italians come from. I I want to go there. They all and they all fly out in their own um, alien <laughs> helicopters. And what and what sounds do those helicopters make, Greg? Like a wop to wop wop There you go. <laughs> I thought it'd be better if I let you say it. So yeah, I'm not, I, I I'm not Italian. You kids. <laughs> so the sound alien helicopters make the alien Italian helicopters. You know, maybe I can make fun of hillbillies because I have some hillbilly blood by Italian uh, relatives. We hung out with some Italian cousins. <laughs> they were hillbillies. I don't know what they call them in Italy, but they were just rednecks. Yeah. They, they yeah. lived in the city, but they were just white trash. Do they have uh, similar accents to the the people that you're making fun of here? Well, I don't know because I didn't know Italian, so I couldn't really tell, you know, like, oh, that sounds different than the other Italian. Yeah. Italian uh... But they were kind of white trashy. Well, hey, I, you know, I come from a long line of white trash, so that's why I get a little offended with the hillbilly comments. Well, you know, the fact is, is that I probably should be the most offended because the fact is that on my dad's side of the family, they are hillbillies. They that's, squirrel. They were from the hills of Tennessee. My dad was a hillbilly. And, uh, Born and raised Rocket raised, Top? Raised in Tennessee. They, uh, they killed their, they killed what they ate. You know, there wasn't really any grocery stores around. They they literally um, didn't even have a road that went to their house. I, I remember That's punk rock, man. I mad respect. 
I don't know that I would call it punk rock so much as just being hillbilly. Poverty. That's right. Exactly. Well, yeah, but you know, it's raised it's in a poverty, one room but you're home. A badass. You know, I'm saying you're a poor badass. You can be a poor lazy fuck. You know. Well, I certainly learned some things last time I, I uh, visited my father, like earlier last year, where I think I told the story before, where he said that he had to uh, go take food to his father because his father was in jail for stabbing his brother in the neck with a fork or a knife. It was a fork or a knife. I can't remember now. And, uh, and I never knew the story before that my dad had to visit his father in jail. And I'm going, what did I miss when he left Tennessee? I'm like, what, (laughs) what would my life have been like if, he had never gotten out of the hills of Tennessee. You know, obviously he probably would have married someone different. So I would have a different body in some way, I suppose. Um, well, but did, this is your dad. He got out of there because you joined the Navy. Yeah, exactly. He got out at like as soon as he possibly could. When he was 18, he joined the, the Navy's enlisted man. And then while he was enlisted, they talked to him about the Naval Academy, which he had never heard of before. And uh, he was able to get himself to the Naval Academy. And so he then was able to become an officer because of that. So so your dad was one of the good hillbillies. One of the good ones. Good call. Yeah, well, I mean, he and one of his brothers, um, one of his brothers did the same thing, joined uh, the Marines and got out of there too. So there, others stuck around. A couple of them became cops. I remember one of my uncles, when I was visiting there, came out with a jar filled to the brim with homemade moonshine. And then they went off to the back and started firing off pistols in the backyard at something. I don't know what they were firing off, but uh, yeah, my dad was raised as a hunter. Raccoons. Jews. Raccoons. (laughs) Not Jews. Yeah, Jews, maybe. Barters. I don't know what neighborhood you were in. Wait a minute, he is Jewish, idiot. (laughs) They're shooting at each other. And I don't know if my dad ever... um, I I, I would imagine that he must have told his family that he converted to Judaism so that he could marry my mom. So I don't know what how that went over. I do know that my grandmother was not necessarily a fan of uh, those of the elder race. (laughs) The elders of Zion? (laughs) What elder race? The Jewish... The Jewish race, the Semitic race. Oh. Yeah. oh. The H.P. Lovecraft elder gods. <laughs> That's right. That's actually my ancestry. My ancestry is um, Cthulian. And, uh, and that's where the true alien sex comes from. This comes from Cthulhu and his his interesting and strange ways. Actually, I wonder yes. if anybody knows if they're pronouncing that word correctly or not. Like, did Lovecraft ever leave a pronunciation guide yeah, I don't know anywhere? Either. I wonder. I, 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 I swear to you, I watched some dumb video. and <laughs> I believe you that you watched the dumb video. <laughs> you watched, don't have to swear about that at all. Many of them. But I, but I saw the one where they said, this is how we meant it. Uh, and it certainly wasn't the way I had always said it, which is Cthulhu. It was like, you know, I'm like, no one's going to say that, asshole. <laughs> it was like push me to the Kalahari clicks. Yeah, it was like, oh, yeah. They're like, okay, yeah. But one of the things was, I think, I think Lovecraft said that it, you couldn't say it, you know, with the human 
vocal cords. So, of course, we would make up our own word. By the way, so we, have, uh, we have 100 likes on TikTok right now and zero viewers. So, um, Well, people we, like... We were popular like, for a moment, and then they disappeared. By the way, Happy Hour News Team um, says, if you want to read something that will tie into Alien Ant Farm, read Under the Dome by Stephen King. Well, thank you for the extra research, you bastards. Well, we're going to be doing that right now while we're doing the podcast. I mean, I appreciate your interest in telling us about reading Under the Dome from Stephen King. But right now, Brendan is under a dome. As if he were underwater, he kind of looks like he would be He's under like a dome. Goldfish. Actually, I just realized that Brendan is Aquaman. I am Aquaman, well, goddammit. If, if the movie had really bad cinematography, I a drunken cameraman. Aquaman. He's a very handsome man. I'll just say that. Yeah, he's got a he's got some good pecs on him. That helps with the alien sex. You know what I would think would um, the aliens I would like to fuck the most, and I was embarrassed to say this. I never finished the movie, but when I was donating plasma, they would show little bits of movies, and I'd miss the end. But those blue-skinned aliens in Avatar, I was like getting a little <laughs> agitated below the belt. If you know what I mean? I'm getting agitated. They were kind of hot. From the cartoons on Avatar? Yeah, the CGI blue skinned. They were like Amazon women. They were just all live. Eight feet tall. So do you have a thing for female basketball players too, Greg? No, I never really did. Until Uh I saw Avatar. They had that whole like horse face or deer face. or It was a little too furry for me. I don't (laughs) think. No. Well, I think, I think rather, Greg is I think more. Do the... Go ahead. I was going to say I'd rather do the Squid Girl from uh, Galaxy Quest. Oh, but not Fifth Element. The Fifth Element. What are you talking about? Fifth Element. The singer had like these tentacles coming out of her hair. And that's not who I was talking about. I'm talking about the, remember when they went to the planet and it was wasn't fake and they thought it was fake. Do we don't. Do... Oh, Galaxy you know Quest about? is like they. Had, and it was the girl. They had human bodies. They had human fake, but then she was really a squid. That's what I was talking about. Not uh, to go for Fifth Element. Got it. And so you would do that before doing whatever we were just talking about. Which I don't I even remember forgotten. anymore. A slug, I guess. <laughs> I can't recall. What about like a hut? That yeah, was hard. A hut would be hard to have sex with. A what? A you, you could just find a fold. A As in hut? Oh, oh, I thought you just meant like an actual hut. <laughs> like well, some, or a tent. Like have sex with a tent, Greg. <laughs> what about a, a yurt? A yurt right? I, think, I think there was a guy in scout camp that actually did have sex with a tent. I mean, I told you guys I fucked pizza dough once. I could fuck a tent. Yeah, no, you know, and, like and the fact was is that you brought that up recently, and we had gone months and months without having to hear that story, and now it's coming back a little too frequently, Greg. Well, people on TikTok seem to like it, I've heard. I don't think anyone likes There's that There's a story. big subgroup about I don't think fun. that anyone thinks well of you after you tell that story. Well, they don't think well, well of It's you, a good thing on TikTok they can't hear him. Greg's next movie is American Pizza Pie. On TikTok, no one can hear anybody but Matt. (laughs) That's pretty true. And it doesn't matter because, again, we've got no viewers at the moment. But we do have um, our friends from the Half Hour News team 
on um, YouTube saying it's a great book if you're a reader. <laughs> but what if you're I, an I read. easy reader? You know what I did? Oh. I, even because of, uh, you know, like we were saying, well, I was saying now, there's a perversion in, on Earth for every kink. I think those aliens, those H.R. Geiger aliens from Alien, they didn't even be people who fetishize those scary motherfuckers. H.R. HR Geiger aliens from Alien? What are you saying, Greg? The movie Alien. Those yeah. creatures were created by H.R. Geiger, the famous artist. He, oh, H.R. Geiger is a... He made that movie. People who fit, fetish that? What? I'm sure there'd be like a thousand people on Earth who are like, oh, I want to fuck that thing. Even though it's terrifying and it's this big half-machine fucking thing. There'd be people who would get aroused by Wait, it. Wait, what's but, half of a machine? Those aliens are kind of mach- they're almost machine organic. No, they they're not like machine. The they don't have any machine I know what they look to... like. H.R. Geiger, that was his whole style. He drew things that Well, that's fun. fine that that's his style, but that's not what they... They didn't look like machines, Greg. Well, he designed them to look like that. They, they look almost like... He designed them to look like they look, but they're not looking like machines. But they almost do look like... There's parts of their bodies they, that almost... In your like mind, robot. they do, but they don't. Well, I'm just saying this is how everyone has described his art. He's known for this. Maybe. Good, but that's just yeah. your opinion. But <laughs> I'm saying that they don't look like machines. They look like well, alien creatures. It doesn't really matter. There's Only terrifying. people who are trying to, like... Put forth that particular theory and prove it to make themselves yeah. right. Alternatively, the people that are putting forth the theory what, that it doesn't look like machines. They've always described so both in your own little weird fucking cults, and let's just move on. <laughs> Even if they didn't look like machines, they're scary as fuck. You're right? absolutely no fun, Brendan. I bet you they'd be so. I am people. so over this kind of bullshit. I can't <laughs> even stand it. Do you really doubt there'd be people who would want to fuck those things? They would be. Oh no, hundred percent sure. I bet there's some deep web. Thing where somebody's dressed up like one of those things and getting anal raped. I'm sure it happens. I don't <laughs> That's know. all I wanted to say. Who cares about the half machine shit? Forget about that. Well, just that was the point. It seemed like to... you did. That's all. No, no, I just uh, said because they somebody did. Like That's what makes them. I don't so know creepy. if it was you or Matt, but HR guy is so creepy because he mixes bio biology with almost machine-like part. Like they look almost like machines, and that's what's so creepy about them. What I liked about the xenomorphs in the alien movies was that they had that extra mouth that came out of it, which yeah. they could do very interesting <clears throat> things with in a sexual way. And it makes you kind of wonder, like, those alien creatures, like, how did they actually have sex, the ones from those movies? Yeah, Because they had eggs, think, so was it like a cloaca type of thing? I think it was a cloaca thing and because they, they were more of a bug kind of deal. And, you know, because they had the queen and she was laying the uh, eggs. Yeah, and I think most of them they were more like wasp than anything. That's yeah. probably the closest I could say. Yeah, which they weren't ants. They weren't building giant colonies. Like I have this big wasp. It started off cute, like it was this. Now it's like the size of like a grapefruit, and I'm like, Holly, let me go kill those damn things. Anyway, I think the xenomorphs are probably yeah. the end of evolution for cockroaches. In other no. words, that's where cockroaches no. eventually become. They become the aliens from Alien. No, it's definitely wasps. Wasps are the ones that insert their larvae into people, and then, then they bust out of their backside of their brain. That's a wasp. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about that part of uh, the reproductive aspect of those creatures. But yeah. how did they do that if there weren't humans around for them to impregnate with their 
bodies? Do they do them with each other? Or for, for any, it doesn't have to be humans. Any you know biological creature. Right, but if they're if they came from their own planet, what were they doing that into? You know, what were they? Whatever they had there. You feel like they they had like alien cows or something that they did that to. Yeah, and that they space used those as hosts. Well, but... Space cows. Did the space cows fly? Maybe space over the cows. moon. Do they fly over the moon? They could have. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not an expert, but I think... Do they have I, I, I space thought... forks and space spoons that ran away with them? What the laser. Fuck? No, they were laser spoons. Laser spoons. Oh, I'm going to have fun editing this one later. I'm just giving in. Boo. I don't know what we're talking. Boo. Oh, it's just I went I went nursery rhyme, Brendan. That's what happened is I just started we had space cows and then I thought of the cow jumping over the moon and then the you know the fork ran or the dish ran away with the spoon or something. And so there was space spoons, space dishes, which of course were used on the spaceship in the uh, alien movies. But anyway, you'd think that those alien creatures had been since they had been locked away in space for so long that maybe they would have wanted to have sex with the people that were on that particular uh, spaceship. Maybe they were looking at them not necessarily in an evil way, because I don't know that they were necessarily evil. They were just trying to survive. Um, they were looking at them more as a, a way to get their rocks off, possibly. You know. We're still talking about 1979 Alien? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, at least, well, do you have something else you can you can certainly contribute something else, Brandon? I was just making sure I knew what the reference was to the aliens because we kind of went out of this commercial break about I don't even remember what. Back to this, so oh, the nursery rhyme, and <laughs> so here we are. Okay, the nursery, uh, the nursery rhyme yeah. was a commercial break. What about the model like from two thousand and one? The big black models. Fuck the monkeys. Fuck That's all I gotta say. So the monoliths had the monoliths had sex with the monkeys. No, yes. just I wonder how many people would be aroused by that. There's probably some people on Earth who'd be like, "I want to fuck that big black monolith." These sound like people you know, Greg. Is what I'm starting <laughs> yeah, to get the feeling is that like all of these I'm... people you're bringing up are friends of yours in some way. No, it's it's that thing. Like I have a friend who has this problem. It's me, Matt. I want to fuck all these things. <laughs> now it all makes sense to me. Yeah. Imagine the face hugger from Alien if it was on your crotch, though. That's probably some good suction. A face hugger thing that. Well, no, it would be acting like but a it, catheter. Yeah, it's sticking things down in there. You'd have to it 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 have to be stuck on your bottom, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. Get you, from, get you from the back there, Greg. You'd have a different kind of piping than your normal thing. Ass hugger. <laughs> Too big, too thick. Those, th I mean, because it was going down. A, I know. <laughs> Although they could make that into a, a definitely a, a a pant design for people to wear, you know, if they went from the yeah, back. face hugger on your ass and ass hugger. Right. What about ETs? You know, from the movie ET. Like, can you picture those little nasty little things fucking? Oh yeah, the finger. They use the, they use the finger. That's how they had sex. They just use the little finger. Turn on your heart light. <laughs> it seems like it would be um, it would be like watching babies fuck. They're so childlike. It's kind of gross. You know, I I've seen baby. that movie several times. I never got baby out of 
what E.T. Well, looked like. Well, he's childlike. He seems like a very childlike creature. He doesn't seem like an adult, really, to me. It was like a childlike machine, maybe? Well, in real life, he was a machine, but I'm saying I didn't think he was a machine. But he's just Well, I mean, I guess I can see the childlike, but so was Yoda. Yeah, that's true. So are we hypersexualizing old people in that regard? <laughs> yeah, and old babies. Old babies. Senior citizen babies. And Greg, but just I mean, for you, Sanchez Alderado says the Geiger originals had hoses and pipes in the drawings for the movie. Yeah, I told but you. But that doesn't He's mean hoses wrong. and pipes in the aliens themselves. I'm just saying Geiger was known for that. It was I didn't make it up. Geiger was it was known. Well, for I that. think maybe in the overall art and architecture in the background, but not the creatures themselves. I was. I can't was, believe we're back to this. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm very sorry, Brendan. I apologize profusely. I just wish all for the Sanchez aliens, putting that into the comments. I just wish all the aliens were like Star Trek Lost in Space aliens, where they were basically hot girls with some green face paint or an antenna, but they were still fucking Playboy bunnies. And Lost like, in yeah. Space or Star Trek? Both. Oh, were, okay. A lot of the alien women. Oh. Were, you know, trying to Zachary Smith and or William Shatner. They were just like hot women with some goofy thing like a oh she's got a weird thing coming out of her head yeah what about in uh guardians of the galaxy the bug girl the like mantis empath girl yeah but what about gamora Gamora's no. no no i wasn't into her i was more about the little bug girl yeah, she was. She reminded me of a uh, one of those like animated movies, like Bugs Life. Or... Uh, is it because she yeah. looks Asian, Brendan? What made her more is she attractive Asian to in you? Real life, that woman. She looks Asian. Well, I can't tell. She's so bugged out. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was an anime. I don't know. You're trying to get me to dig into whatever that kink was. I'm just yes. Let's go into your that. psyche, Brendan, of the type know, of maybe... alien that you want to have sex with. Uh, maybe maybe she had a certain age vibe to her. I mean, I'm not being racist. I'm just saying you asked. Right, I'm not. I'm not saying that you are either. I mean, what about those like three little tiny women? But she had those like gamma. eyes, and then she had those like all those smooth tentacles, and then she was she some sort of like empath? I don't know. Like tentacles or like antenna? That. Antenna. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Just, I don't think like actually. Around. Uh, become erected sometimes and like grow. yeah they kind of moved around you know yeah and that she's like oh, your prostate feel, really good i feel i feel something you know was gamora <laughs> was like i don't i, won't, I don't want to fight you right now sweetheart <laughs> you know no go away yeah it would just be an argument it would be like a fight to the death where it's like oh I'm uh, yeah, I, yeah well I and then there was like. gamora's sister which was kind of like a half machine or yeah she was she was she had lots of like interchangeable parts which you could use for like different toys if you wanted to she could like take off her hand and and put something on it that might do your prostate proud (laughs) right you could add like a a sand a a sander i can see a bit of that with her yeah could have been that but but you know, this is a good time to to move into uh, our our cooking segment because um, we have a little bit of a lull in the conversation. So why don't we get uh, Waspy here? I believe that the COVID is over for him. At Safe Mart, it's a Safe Mart. Come to Safe Mart and be safe. Safe Mart is a proud sponsor of Food Is for Eating with Waspy Soda Pop. 
Today's special, maggot noodles, $5 a bag. Come get some at Safe Mart. Be safe. Food is eaten. Food is eaten. Food is eaten with Waspy Soda Pop. Hey everybody, this is Waspy Soda Pop. I'm back and healthy. I just got over a case of the China virus. The way I handled it, I drank some bleach and I tossed one of the UV lights down my butt and it fixed everything. But right now I got a brand new recipe for you. This is maple bark steak. You're gonna love this. It's so easy to make. You get two tablespoons of butter, soften it, divide it, one teaspoon of minced fresh parsley, half a teaspoon of minced garlic, quarter teaspoon of reduced sodium soy sauce, three quarters of a pound of fresh maple tree bark, one eighth of a teaspoon of salt, one eighth of a teaspoon of pepper. That's all you need. Like I said, it's simple. The directions are even easier. First, you want to mix one tablespoon of butter with the parsley, the garlic, and the soy sauce. Sprinkle the maple bark with salt and pepper. In a large skillet, you heat the remaining batter, batter, butter, Ah, apparently the China virus still get me. You heat the remaining butter over medium heat. You add the maple bark. Cook until it reaches the desired doneness. For medium rare, thermometer should read 135 degrees. Of course, if it starts smoking on the ends, you might want to just pour some water on that, put that out. Um, and then you just want to cook it about 47, 427 minutes per side and serve it with your garlic butter. And there you have it. Oh, so good. Some maple tree bark steak. You're going to love it. Your family's going to love it. It's good for your teeth. Dogs, too. All right, I'll see you next time, everybody. This food is for eating. Okay. Back from the dead, apparently. Back from hey. the COVID. Hey. It was so weird when you said, oh, it's about time for Waspy Soda Pop. But literally, I was thinking, God, I got to pee. Like, it was like, yeah. Why don't it, you pee before the show starts, Greg? I do. And then I still have to pee again. That's because you drink so much during the course of the show that's forcing you to go to the bathroom. Probably. And considering your alcoholism is causing you to fall into your tubs while you're sleeping and, no, that's destroying, sleep your, and destroying your eyeball. Yeah, whatever. That's my sleep apnea. I never fell from drinking. Yeah. I sleep apnea really bad. Okay, well, that doesn't mean there's not a first time there, Greg. You think it yeah, might but, not be that, but you know, bodies change as, as life goes on. Sure, and as my apnea got worse, all of a sudden I started falling over. And so you don't, and you make it easier by easier for it by drinking heavily all the time. Could be. But how did we lose Brendan? Brendan is now gone. Did you like taking a shit? Did you infect him in some way with my blad tiny bladder? <laughs> Your bladder like crossed through Zoom and made Brendan go use the bathroom as well. Oh, here he is. Oh yes, I, I, I did have to go to the bathroom. It took a little longer than I thought. His high fuzziness has returned. <laughs> it sounds like a title. His Lord I'm, high fuzziness has I, returned. I feel like I'm getting further and further away from you guys. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in a spaceship heading, you know, yeah, south of Earth. You're on the big fuzzier. sex spaceship on your way to the planet of the um, sex-crazed alien women is where you're heading. Lucky bastard. Ex excellence. I need it. But that, that does not bring us to the next segment, which is, of course, time for everyone's favorite legal advice person. That's uh, this guy right here. He has an opinion, may not always be right. He's a real fake lawyer. He's old and he's white. 
ask him a question, cause he's a good egg for bogus advice. Ask Greg. Ask Greg? Ask Greg! Yes. So, this is the perfect time, this perfect opportunity. Brendan, um, do you have uh, your list of questions from all of our, our listeners who have legal questions for Greg? Let me take a look here. Okay. And uh, this will give the guys from the Happy Hour News team time for finally to give us a question to ask Greg, a legal yeah, question. choose between the 800 you got. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ooh, I, all I got to say is there's a, there's a lot of questions uh, from the, uh, the quibble verse in uh -huh. terms of uh, questions. But uh, this one I got um, most recently from uh, a Colorado. Oh. Uh, dear Greg, it's been about seven years uh, since my child left the home. Um, I'm looking at the whole situation and what he has become and I've decided to opt for an abortion. However, I live in a state that doesn't allow plus 18 uh, year old abortions. I'm wondering if I could get special uh, dispensation in the state of Oregon. Uh, yours truly. Mrs. Pettick. Susie. <laughs> <laughs> Post 54 abortion. <laughs> well, in Oregon, it's not that hard because in Oregon, we're like, you know, we're in the bubble, super liberal, fucking communist shit. We love killing babies in Oregon. We just want to kill all babies. You know, like, so we're so pro abortion. So, yeah, we, we'd be like, go ahead. But in red states where they really hate abortion, and uh, as we all know from the recent news stories, they're doing very well on that front of getting rid of abortion. As long as you're over 18, a child is a criminal of some sort and gets incarcerated, they'll be all for it there. Yeah, death penalty or postnatal abortion, whatever you want to call it. So that's they'd be very happy for that if they were... I don't know, jaywalked once or did some crime. All right. Excellent response, Greg. I have one for you. So, dear Greg, if it's been proven that the aliens are finally here en masse, does this en mean... Masse. What? En masse? Yes. Does this mean that finally all of the people who have been anally probed without their permission can file charges for alien rape against all of those aliens that are now arriving. It's going to be hard to prove. I mean, because usually the aliens give you knockout drops or whatever they knockout pills. Uh, they they hit you on the head with a a club, and you're you're kind of out of it when they probe you. Most of these guys don't have clear memories of being probed, so it would be hard for them to identify these aliens in a lineup, if mm -hmm. you will. And um, if you will. But they'd have every right to, uh, you know, if they can identify, yes, that is definitely uh, against the law to pro anally probe someone. So then we would have to create like an alien sex court. Yeah. Right, to, to get the rights back for all of those who are involuntarily anally probed. Yeah, it would, well, it would be like a big thing. It would be like at the um, in Helsinki. 
be like a big tribunal. Because be, there's been a lot of probings over the years. Well, that's where the say, international so- courts all, but I think if we had aliens, there would have to be another city on the planet where the alien courts would have the interstellar courts would take place. I think that city could possibly be Duluth, Minnesota. Duluth? Yes, I think no. that would be a good place for I don't think um, they'd feel more at home in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. They'd probably be more like this is more speed. Did did you say possibly. Fort Lauderdale Lauderdale? No, Lauderdale. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale. How do you think you say just, that? Lauderdale. Just not just not Duluth. Okay, <laughs> not Duluth. No, Duluth. I've been to Duluth. You don't want to go to Duluth. It's a very, it's a very sedate place where the aliens are like. You've you been out on the boundary waters. You get out there. You 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 roll out. Yeah, no, don't do Duluth. <laughs> yeah, so I would love to be a, a judge on those probing trials, though, just because you get to see a lot of good videos and stuff. And, some. Really, what what videos do you think you'll be watching on those? <laughs> I'm sure some of these guys use their iPhones when they were getting probed and said, "Look, here's my evidence." Uh huh. I'm getting probed. But yeah. but what do you think you'd actually be seeing, Greg? I don't know. You'd be seeing where the probes go in. Yeah, the guy can hold the phone over his back while he's getting probed. Look, look what they're doing to me. And that's what you were looking forward to seeing. You wouldn't want to see that. Come on. <laughs> I that would be pretty engaging view. I don't want to see anything going to anybody's backside. But if it's an it alien on, it, probe, it depends on who it is. No, no. For me, I don't <laughs> want to see anything going to anybody's backside. It's just you know, I'm I'm but, still of but, the opinion that's an exit, not an entrance. Yeah, I'm the same. But but, but 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 are we talking about forcible as in a punishment? I think these guys don't want to be probed, though. Usually the probing is like, they didn't ask for it. It wasn't consensual. They didn't ask for it? Well, well, they were wearing some very, uh, you know, hot uh, They're like overalls. provocative overalls. Yes. <laughs> and straw hats. You're just blaming the victim now, Greg. I'm sorry. I guess I am. But, I mean, those when you wear overalls with no T-shirt under, it's like, you know, it's like lingerie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cleophis was asking for it. He knew that day he went outside, it was going to be his turn in the loft. He he was looking for something, looking for some action. Hey, you know, it reminds me that Sanchez El Dorado often is wearing overalls, and I think that um, he could be an easy victim of the alien. I'm complaining that there's like a chair at the table here at the loft. I think it's because they can't see him because he's like Bigfoot. He doesn't really exist. I don't really oh, exist. It's weird. It doesn't recognize the fuzzy yeah, see this. We'll put him on a wall. Now, Look, it's an now, impressionistic now. painting of Brendan. It's impressionistic. Me and Matt are photorealistic. Yeah, no, I'm Renaissance I'm some art. sort of like Renaissance art, like. And you, you're impressionistic. You're like Van Gogh. Okay, well, that brought us to a very distinct standstill of conversation. Oh, hard stop. <laughs> I don't know oh, if this sorry. Ask Greg uh, segment is helping anyone. At this well, point. We, we've already completed Ask Greg. As we That's did. what I'm saying. Yeah. But for future, maybe we should uh, find another segment. Why? I think, well, that's a per- I think it's a perfectly fun segment. I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. no, it was fun, you know. It, it keeps us with our, our, um, our theme, since we are a fake law office and you're giving fake legal advice. 
Yes. I mean, I, 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 I'd like to come up with some things ahead of time so I don't have to try to come up with it off the top of my head. <laughs> but, well, you know, I, everyone has the option here to prepare knowing what we do uh, every single week. <laughs> but so I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. I would like to say, though, at the World Probing Court in Helsinki, there will be reparations for all probing victims and it'll just be a lifetime supply of Ben Gay. <laughs> ben Gay? And Lube. That's an interesting combination. One of them is a little more um, inflammatory than the other. Doesn't Ben Gay is a... Oh, wait, Ben Gay is the thing you put on your muscles, huh? It is. It is, Greg. What's the thing that you... Uh, if you have hemorrhoids or something, is that Ben That'd Gay? Be like Preparation H. That's what I meant to say, sorry. Like That's the reparations for these probing victims. Lifetime so suppositories? Victims. Yeah. <laughs> so... You have a lifetime supply of suppository for what they did to you inside. And they get 40 acres and a mule. And <laughs> every and probe depend, them. And they depending pick, upon the size of your probe, you could also get a lifetime supply of depends. <laughs> yeah. Do they get to name the mule, though, Greg? Or is it forced upon them, the name of the mule? Gleep glop, some alien name. No, you can't use gleep glop again. Stinkle, you used that once before. farm. The mule? No, they can name the mule. It's their mule. You can name it whatever you want. The aliens don't get to name the mule. Well, you know, maybe that's like part of the deal. Like, yeah, you get this reparation, but we name the mule. We're the ones who have that right. You don't get that right. You can't even well, use a would... nickname. Oh, fine. I, I'd have a mule with a silly alien name, like Boba Fett, if they so deemed. I still have a mule. I think Boba Fett is just a form of uh, antihistamine. Case anybody Why are we talking the... about mules again? We weren't. We were talking about Boba Fett, the antihistamine. Oh, Boba Fett is not an antihistamine, but it is. It's like Sudafed. No, Sudafed was in Boba Fett. Sudafed uh, next. Yes. Yeah, Sudafed was in Deep Space Deep Space Nine, and was the captain of that Aurelian uh, <laughs> ship. <laughs> that was Suda Fed or Commander Fed, as he was called, and he went to war with the Cardassians. Yes, who were an evil, just serpentine, cocksucking bunch of people. It's just gross. Don't even want to have anything to do with it. Does well, anyone find that Pete, what's his name, has any talent at all? The guy Pete? that's on Saturday Night Live, Pete. What? What's Pete his Davidson? Name? Davidson, that guy is not funny. I, I actually sat down and was like, okay, I'm not going to be judging on this little piece of shit. So I sat here and watched all of his, like, or at least a few of his, like, YouTube videos, his jokes. Like, this guy is not funny. He's not funny on Saturday Night Live. He must have a dong that drags on the ground. That's the only thing I can think. Is he the young one who's always getting into, like, news stories? He's always causing trouble. Like, He's dude. the one whose father was killed at 9-11. And so he does a lot of his jokes about the fact that his father doesn't exist anymore. What? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's real bad. It's real dumb. Yeah, he, he, he gets kind of dark. But I, I mean, I can see the humor in some of the things that he says. But, you know, it's oh. a different it's a different sense of humor these days. You know? Like, sex talk isn't as funny as it used to be because it's more into the regular conversation. So now they go into things that are a little more into the hidden crevices and evilness of our minds. You guys ever watch uh, like Tim and Eric type stuff? That shit is just like, I like it, but it's also just like, ah, oh, this is just making me feel bad about 
humanity and life. Who, like, who, is, who, is, who is Tim and who is Eric? They're like the adult swim. It's that kind of humor. It's a thing now. It's, it's like they started this thing where it's disturbing comedy. Where it's, it's like, I think it's called the Tim and Eric Tim and Eric show good job, awesome or something. Super fun power hour. Oh, is that like is that on Netflix? Well, they said on well, Adult no, it's Swim. All, it's all over YouTube. Okay. Yeah. They were Adult Swim, you know, Adult and Adult Swim, many yeah. of the shows had that like disturbing comedy where it's like eh, it makes you feel icky. Uh-huh. Almost it's like kind of like a, like Eric Andre's show where Yes, exactly. Yes. Where you're like, is this funny because you're just being an asshole to people? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it. Kids love that now. All the people like I know who are in their 20s, they're just like, this is the funniest thing ever. And I'll watch it and I'll be like, I don't know. I think like we can blame like Jackass for that sensibility coming into play you know, over the last 20 Jackass years. Is, Jackass is real old, though. Well, I know, but they just, I'm saying that it influenced future generations and brought us to this stage. You know, yeah. of, of humor. It's like the ultimate and um, abuse and toilet humor. Because there's a brand new Jackass movie that's out right now on uh, Paramount Plus, which I yeah I, yeah no. I watched. Uh, it was Jackass Forever. I gotta say, I've laughed at Jackass myself. I, I've laughed. It's made me laugh. I you know I, I have that. There's a lot of cringe moments for me there, and there's yeah, a lot yeah. of ones where I'm like, God, you guys are just dicks. You know. But it's yeah. kind of nice to see the director get hit once or twice in this particular movie because he tortures them the most. Oh, is it Johnny Knoxville still? Knoxville's still doing it, but he's not the one directing it. Okay. And to give Knoxville credit, Knoxville has other people do a lot of horrible stuff, but he actually goes through some horrible stuff himself deliberately. Um, I remember one of those old Jackass movies, I think it was the second one, where he, at the end of the movie was trying to get as many takes as possible of him running into a stop sign. And he was just like hurting himself. I'm like, I don't understand this at all. I don't know why. So I mean, he was doing it for the laugh, but man, he was like doing it to himself. And this most recent movie, he got himself incredibly hurt by a very upset bull that he was in a ring with. And he essentially flipped like three times and broke at least four bones. And uh, yeah, it's like you know we really got to blame for all this though. Even before Jackass, the Japanese. I thought you were gonna say Benny Hill. Their sadistic game shows and where just horrible things happen and everyone laughs. I don't think that the Japanese game shows really infiltrated our culture that much though. Maybe slowly people saw them. A few. I I I think that was a more recent thing. That's like early mid two thousands. Yeah. I mean, there's that recent thing that was on Netflix, the uh, Squid Game, I think it was called. That's, That's Korean. Oh, it was Korean. Okay. So, I, I mean, I don't really know what they did in that movie because I just. It was good. Really, I don't really have an interest in watching it, but. Um, no, it's really good. And it's not just torture porn. It's, it actually has a really strong message behind it, you know, like social message. Really? What was the strong social message behind Squid Game? <laughs> Great. You'd have to watch it, and then we could discuss it. No, you just said there's a strong social message. Yeah, you yeah. should be able to sum it up in You'd a sentence. Sum it up well, in a sentence. Use uh, your words. Use your I words, I believe we Greg. did 50 minutes ago. Rich versus poor. <laughs> oh, is that what it's like? Basically, like uh, the Osterman weekend or something? Where I don't know the, what that is, but... The rich go hunting the poor? Is that essentially what I, that's it's, about? It's no. Not necessarily, I mean, but... 
That is uh, the thing. It's, it's, it's a different take on it. But some people are so poor, they'll be willing to be just like murdered, have the chance of being murdered just because they're so pathetically have no chance of life uh-huh. because of the way the system's set up. And these sadistic rich fucks just want to see poor people kill each other and get murdered because they're so decadent and rich, you know? Oh, so it's just like the Coliseum. Yeah. Modern day Coliseum. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, there we go. There's your message. But it's really well done. You should watch Squid, Squid Games. Yeah, I don't really have a desire. I still don't have a desire. Me and Brendan give it two thumbs up. Good. That's great for you. I watched it. I wouldn't watch. I haven't watched a single jackass, and I wouldn't watch. Yeah, I don't watch it. So, I mean, I, you can sit there on your high horse about whatever, but you well, watch jackass. I don't have a high horse it. about the game. I just don't have a desire to see it. That's a social message. That you told me what the social message was. So I know you don't like. I it. got it. I got the. Social, you don't like social things message. with social messages. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I want social um, complications. Is what I want. Yes, I want things that are socially right. unclear, like Brendan's picture. Mm-hmm. So I mean, is that on top of just talking about what aliens we want to fuck? Like what? What's actually going to happen? Hello, ground control. It's me. What? Hmm? Let's. What will actually happen? What when the first sentient alien finally lets himself be known and says, "Hey, we're here." Hey, Earth people. Like, well, remember you. that movie? Um, many, many. Well, it was like in the seventies with David Bowie, the man who fell to Earth. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. what happens ultimately is he gets killed um, because. I'm trying to remember how the movie ended. He kind of kills himself, though. He just becomes addicted. He starts drinking and taking drugs. and Yeah, he just gets really drunk, and he's partying, and he's yeah. watching TV and screwing that girl. I don't think yeah. he killed himself intentionally. Oh, maybe well, I mean, about, yeah. well, I read the book, so maybe I'm conf- confusing the two. Because in the book, he dies in the end, or he goes blind at the end because they, they force him to remove his contact lenses that have kept out like certain rays of light, like UV rays or something, and they go to use that on him, and they like blind him. I believe in the end. I guess it's at the end of the book, not in the movie. So I've confused the two. I think is what has happened. Yeah, I don't think that's. I don't think that part made it to the movie. I don't totally. It's been a long time since I saw that movie. Yeah, it's been a really long time. I certainly don't remember them taking out contact lenses and burning his eyes out. Or, yeah, that must be from the book. Either. There. But so there's actually now a TV show called The Man Who Fell to Earth that's just started airing on Showtime. What? Get out. I know. I'm not, I, won't so watch it. I, I, won't, I won't watch it. I refuse. Yeah. Well, you don't, you don't so, have to. Have it's you a, like I said, it's a TV show. And it's actually pretty interesting. So you've seen it? I've seen the first episode. So is it a sequel or it's a reboot? Where they're it's, like, it's a reboot and they're doing it in their own, you know, Showtime-y way. So I'm sure huh. it's not like, it's not, I don't remember being like the, I'll have to watch the Bowie movie again to get a real clue for it. But it's, it's, it's using um, a similar concept to it, you know, but yeah. since it's a series, it's going to be stretched out obviously a lot longer than what the movie will cover, what the movie covered, you know. And so far, no sex with the alien that I've seen. So, um, but I'm sure it could potentially happen because he's connected to this female scientist and, uh, they're supposed to be doing something together. That's kind of what happened at the end of the first episode. So I think there's going to be some kind of romantic liaison of some kind. Or at least some naughtiness. Potentially. 
I think it's a real potential for that to occur. Yeah. So the real question comes down to all of our listeners out there, all one million of them. Are you ready to have sex with aliens? Are you ready for alien sex? Are you? What am I surfing with the aliens? Do we want to surf with the aliens? I think I am. I think I'm ready for it. I think only Joe Satriani is. (laughs) I knew you'd get that reference. That was the dorkiest reference I could come up with. I was trying to go, where did that come from? I'm like, was that it? Was that a uh, a movie? Was that? I'm like, oh yeah, that was the freaking Silver yeah, Surfer Silver on the Surfer Joe Satriani cover of his album. Somehow they got the rights when. to have the Silver Surfer. In the Supposedly, rocket. Satriani is in the talks to replace Eddie Van Halen and Van Halen these days. Van Halen's still around. The band is, but I mean, Eddie died, and so you thought the band would end, but they're looking at yeah, bringing you Satriani it. in. That's no. they're millionaires. What the fuck are they doing? It's like. You have enough money to live the rest of your lives. Well, you know, the Who is still touring, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of sad, too. And I've learned why. I've learned why they still tour. It's because Pete Townsend has an incredibly expensive hobby. And so whenever, whenever he needs money for his hobby, he goes on tour to get the money to fix his yachts. That's basically why he goes on tour. He doesn't get enough from royalties of all those songs to it's fix not, his it, Like I said, it's he needs to raise millions of dollars for his hobby. What a fucking moron. <laughs> I am like, I'm such a loser, but I feel like 10 times smarter than Pete Townsend right now. I'm like, what a fucking idiot. Relax. <laughs> enjoy your life. about my generation. Yeah. Uh, what an idiot. We will try to put us down. Well, yeah, uh, real punk rock there, Pete Townsend. <laughs> I think he's allowed to not be punk anymore once you get to a certain age. That's fine, but like, how many yachts do you need? And how I'm, bad I'm those... refinding my punk. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm actually going to see the Who when they come to town. I'm actually I'm looking forward to it. Even though it's just two of the original members left, so Wait, I want to see it? what Gold I want to see. Pete Townsend take advantage of my money for his yachts. So it's well, it's just uh, Townsend and Daltrey, uh, right? And uh, uh, Ringo Starr's kid is their drummer. Yeah. Um, been for a and, while. and Pete Townsend's brother is in the band too now. As a bass player or a second guitar? I think it's another guitarist. Yeah. That sounds so know, sad to me. I don't know who's Sorry. playing bass though. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I figured I've been a fan of The Who for a long, long time. Yeah. I'm going to, like, see their last gasp before they croak. You know, I saw there's a one of my favorite punk rock bands from the like you know classic 77, 78 English thing was Stiff Little Fingers, the Irish band, and I got to yes. see them. I got to see them four years ago, and they were great. They it wasn't pathetic. It wasn't like the songs were slowed down. They still like the guy could still scream out, and it was still so sad. It was still just like this isn't the time. I mean, like it, no, even though they I, were. I, they were amazing, but it still was sad. <laughs> and I'm pretty yeah. sure the Who, at this point, are going to do my generation that well. <laughs> it's going to be sad, like bad. Well, who I don't know I, what's on their set list at the moment. So yeah, yeah. I, uh, when I was living in D.C., my my our friend, our mutual friend uh, Matt, yes. and I drove to Farmville, Virginia, where the University of Virginia or some offshoot. I don't know what it was. But there was a Farmville? You mean like Charlottesville? No, Farmville. Just outside. called Farmville. Okay. 
it's called Farmville and it's outside of somewhere else, some bigger town. Uh, anyway, uh, so anyway, we went there and it was the Ramones. Okay, the what year is this? This what is the late nineties. Yeah, late mid nineties. So CJ yeah, Ramones with CJ. Yeah, I think so. I like CJ. But, CJ's pretty good. But it was still, when you were saying sad, it was sad because we went in yeah. there and there was not as many people as should have been in a Ramon show. And it was like in this weird, like common area where like people were just also sitting and like sipping coffee and reading a book. And, and they come out and they're like, we're the Ramones. And I'm like, oh my God. And then they started, you know, playing and i'm like holy shit that was the one and only time i saw the remotes and it was very sad i left them out did they like, sound no. good though did they, even no, they sound sounded great it was, it was, oh, they sound great. Yeah, they were, it was great but it was the acoustics of the place the, the acoustics of the place sucked but no, they sounded good but it was just a sad thing so of all of these bands not the ones we're mentioning but of all the bands which of them would you think are actually aliens that are visiting David us. Bowie was. David Bowie uh, was you know, I don't think he was. I don't think he was a he was a quintessential Earthling. His day. No, but you know that was a thing. That was there was almost a rumor when I was a little. Well, yeah, the whole Ziggy Stardust thing. But little I'm kids not. would actually be like, "I think he's really an alien." It was almost like an urban legend. Like that's how dumb we were, you know. Yeah, as little kids. Uh, Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson is an actual alien. He may be. That, that actually, that could be a good one, just because of the eyeball thing. Well, he was the guy, he was on Screech, right? On Saved by the Bell. So we know that. What? That, that's Marilyn Manson, was that kid Screech. I'm, I'm assuming you're joking. You know, this is a real urban legend. In the 90s, people would say that Marilyn Manson. No. Some kids would believe it. They'd be like, that, no. that's Screech. That's yeah, a no. guy Screech. No. Marilyn Manson's no. not Dustin no, Diamond. Screech, that was a thing. Yes. And, and, and I think. I think Dustin Diamond recently died. Yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah, of something cancer maybe. I don't know. So what is that? Screech after his porn career. Yes. Yeah, yes. that was another that was, rumor. Yeah, well, that was wasn't a rumor, guy. Greg. That was true. He was. That was real. Yeah. What? Yeah, that yes, was real. it was real. He was in. I don't know if, how big of a career it was, but it was at least a couple of movies. Just like what's his name, uh, Lorena Bobbitt's husband, John oh, yeah. Bobbitt. Was in like a couple of porn movies. That'll go back to the '90s for people, and the slicing of penises. Anyway, so I think he was an alien because uh, apparently it all got put back together again. What, do you guys know Zoltar X? Have you ever heard of this band? No. They were like some people call them proto-punk. It was like '73. They were this band that dressed up all sci-fi. They made their own alien language. Cut uh. off songs, or in this made-up language. And they were supposedly like these aliens who came down to make glam rock, <laughs> proto punk glam rock for the. I people. think of any band like an overall band that would be considered maybe an alien band would probably be like T Rex or Queen. <laughs> you think so? Maybe you know because hmm. they dressed they dressed like they could have been aliens, like they didn't know how to dress like normal humans. <laughs> That's right, you know they. They wore like the fringe and the spandex and the the shiny silvery costumes and those things, you know. What about not, the bands? Not, I was gonna say not Parliament and Parliament. Yeah. Well, that, that, that there awesome. you go. I think that's a good call. Afrofuturism. Yeah. Taj, not Taj Mahal. Who's the guy I'm thinking of? Uh, 
Oh, uh, what's his face? Um, who's the crazy jazz the guy? Africa uh, Bombata. Him too. He was kind of into that. Uh, but who's the famous Sun Ra? Oh, that's Sun the one. Ra. That's who I was trying to think of, right? Yeah, Sun Ra. Or, Bo- or Bootsy Collins, for that matter. Yeah, all those guys. He could, be, he could definitely be an alien. All right. Well, and then they could, you know, have sex with whoever they wanted at that time, and I'm sure that they did. Anyway, we have uh, gone the distance on this particular topic on this client, which was: uh, Are you ready for alien sex? Do you guys have anything further you would like to conclude our time with? Uh, you just want to say "uh" to people? Yeah, I'm. <laughs> You know, I'm 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 really I'm I'm gonna be glad to hopefully you know come back from the dark side of the moon next uh, episode. You'll get the Vaseline uh, off your camera. Will... Yeah, everything arrives tomorrow, and I should be um, looking much clearer. Nice. Although this has been kind of fun because it's it's like you were one of those guys on those TV shows who's giving like information that you could get. Or like a mafia with. informant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you for using the yeah. words that I could not come up with, Greg. <laughs> you were like one of those guy things that has the whatever thing. So well, we you should have uh, no, we should they altered are. his voice. When you edit this, can you alter his voice to be like, <laughs> my name is Brendan. <laughs> oh, we're, we're getting trolled by the guys at Happy Hour News Team on YouTube. They say, how does one communicate with the QSB law universe? And then they say, leave a comment, and they will respond within five to ten business days. <laughs> Apparently, I get I notice it too late. I, I don't. Yes. Maybe maybe you guys should pull us up on your phones while we're doing this, so that you can see the comments. Because I can't always look at it. I have to go between screens to see what shows up on YouTube. So. Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, while we're doing this now. Yeah, well, I mean, in the future, while we're, you know, because we stream live, you guys could, like, notice if there's a question from Happier News, because they're the only ones who are asking questions or making comments. Uh, those, little, those little fuckers. So, what is, are they on on YouTube? Is that where the comments are? Yeah, they're on our channel on YouTube, which is... Uh, okay, so I just need to... Yeah, I yeah. I guess I need to log in to be a moderator on comments i don't know you'd have to moderate it you could just watch them and see if anything came up there and then we could like just comment on them when that happens i could i could type things in if we needed to but we're not doing a lot of typing because we're responding directly during the show all right well that's something for us to work on in the future is like how to coordinate uh, dealing with commentary and before we go though i just wanted to say yes less than a month from now quibbly's yes Matt sent us a list where a lot of celebrities are coming back, like Luke McCullough, my childhood friend. <laughs> he, he definitely wants the return, your friend Excellent. Luke. Wise. Wise is going to talk to us yet again. You know, Wise is doing pretty well with YouTube. He's getting um, some, he's picking up steam on his show. So we got to give him Good. credit. Wait, yeah. he's the one who has Good. the sweatshop of children who watch the show. That was, yeah, that, that's what he's got. No, yeah, that, he's was, that was the other guy. That oh, the was the guy. pipe man. Oh, that no. was pipe man. No, yeah. no. I thought the pipe man was the sleazy guy who had the television internet network. No, yeah, yeah he had internet radio is what he had. Yeah, but why? You're thinking of the, you're thinking of the guy that had the window washing business that was also a psychic. I'm not thinking of that. I'm thinking of Wise is the guy who has all these children from uh, various moms who watch 
his his podcast to build up the numbers. Artificial. Oh, you're thinking of Billy Skeels. Is that who Yeah, you're thinking of Billy Skeels, the guy. I don't know. I'm, the, I'm out. He's the guy who took his shirt off when he, we, we had him yeah, on. Yeah, and we had, the, we had the highest ratings from that show. And it's still like one of our highest rated shows. Because he forced his kids to all watch it. I don't think he forced his kids to watch it. He put him in a closet and said, watch this. He's, he's actually got dangerous. like three TikTok channels, too. And he has quite a bit of a following as well. So, you know, we can't actually say that it's his kids who are doing it. But um, he hasn't responded yet if he'll be able to um, attend. Okay. So we don't know oh, about well, him. Oh, well, Greg's poured so much hate on him. I, I don't. It's not know, a hate. He does. He does pour hate on the guy. I like the guy. I think he's he's an entertaining fellow. He's a so. character. Yeah. He's well, a character. It goes back to his. It goes back to his bullshit hillbilly comments from earlier. Oh yeah, that's true. Greg's Whatever. Shut the fuck up, Redneck. <laughs> That's right, redneck on the dark side of the moon, motherfucker. Yeah, the south will rise again. Woo! <laughs> yeah, can't wait to go Did over this one. Yell? I want to know what you guys were talking about when I left the building. Hey, is but, it true that Rebel Yell? Nobody knows what the Rebel Yell sounds like because it was never recorded, so nobody really knows. Apparently, it would terrify northern. It's actually an unintelligible version in a really thick accent of "Who took my banana." That so other that, Billy Idol song? That's <laughs> what the actual nobody, Rebel Yell is. Nobody really knows what the Rebel Yell is. They, they talked about it. They well, we're not going to talk about it now. We're ending the show right now. No, but I thought, I thought we words to think about for the next time. People, if you're interested, look up where the actual Rebel Yell is. Bye. Thank you all. Thank all one million of you. Yes, we basically ended with 100 likes on TikTok. We didn't uh, get any more. So thank you for uh, everybody who's participated and watched and who stayed with us for this long and uh and avatar woman i'm coming that, for you now avatar the live lady. streaming so oh yeah don't forget buy our merch on our website qsblaw.org june 15th five o'clock we'll be live streaming the second annual step up to the bar association and virtual banquet um for the second annual quibbly awards and uh, if you're able to get on our show between now and then, you will get a Quibbly Award of your own. But we're not really doing guests these days, although I have some requests to do that. But um, that being the case, uh, thanks for watching, folks. Thank you. Your consultation with the law offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Pickler has ended. You may pay your retainer at www.qsblah.org. Please exit to the right of the water cooler and grab a candy from the front desk. We hope to see you again soon, but you need to leave now. I said leave. Why don't they ever listen? Get out! Get out!